At this year's Oscars, Oppenheimer took home the award for Best Picture, Emma Stone and Robert Downey Jr. also picked up wins, and Ryan Gosling brought the Kennergy. For a recap of all the highlights, listen to the Pop Culture Happy Hour podcast from NPR. Live from NPR News, I'm Dale Willman. Former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley has been defending herself following backlash from comments she made during a campaign stop in New Hampshire Wednesday. The presidential candidate has been criticized for failing to mention slavery when asked what caused the U.S. Civil War. NPR's Ashley Lopez has more. During a radio interview on a local New Hampshire radio station, Nikki Haley explained why she didn't mention slavery when she was asked about why the U.S. Civil War happened. Of course the Civil War was about slavery. We know that. That's that's the easy part of it. What I was saying was, what does it mean to us today? What it means to us today is about freedom. That's what that was all about. As a woman of South Asian descent from the South, Haley has been trying to strike a different tone on issues of race, especially compared to the party's current frontrunner, Donald Trump. Her campaign has been on the rise for the last several months, and this recent controversy comes just weeks before the Iowa caucus on January 15th. Ashley Lopez, NPR News. Maine Secretary of State is removing former President Donald Trump's name from that state's ballot, citing the 14th Amendment of the U.S. Constitution. California Secretary of State, meanwhile, ruled tonight just the opposite, that Trump will remain on that state's ballot. Officials have confirmed the death of an American citizen who was killed in the October 7th attack carried out by Hamas in southern Israel. NPR's Nina Kravinsky reports that the woman's kibbutz says the Palestinian militant group is keeping her body in Gaza. 70-year-old Judy Weinstein was a citizen of Israel and Canada, along with the U.S. Her husband, 72-year-old God Haggai, was also killed on October 7th, and his body is also in Gaza, according to kibbutz near Oz, where they were both members. The Hostage and Missing Families Forum, a group advocating for the families of the some 200 hostages taken during the October attack, says Weinstein was the last American female thought to be held hostage by Hamas. In a White House statement, President Biden expressed his condolences to the couple's family and promised to keep working to bring the other hostages home. The kibbutz says Weinstein was an English teacher who specialized in children with special needs, and she worked to promote peace in the region. Nina Kravinsky, NPR News, Tel Aviv. Much of the country continues to experience higher than normal temperatures, and that means many people, especially those in the northeastern U.S., will be enjoying lower heating costs, at least if they use natural gas for heating. But NPR's Scott Horsley says that some families will still be struggling to pay their bills. Even where heating bills are falling, they're generally not going back to where they were before the pandemic. And there are growing signs that a lot of families are feeling squeezed. Last year, a record 8 million households received energy assistance from the federal government. Uh, That money is distributed through state energy offices. And applications suggest the need may be even greater this year. That's NPR's Scott Horsley reporting from Washington. And you're listening to NPR News. The U.S. military says it shot down a drone and an anti-ship ballistic missile in the southern Red Sea on Thursday. They say the weapons were fired by Houthi militants in Yemen. It was the 22nd attempted attack on international shipping in the region, 6 October 19th. No damage was reported to any of the 18 ships in the area. 
Russia and the U.S. don't see eye-to-eye on much, but Russia's space agency and NASA have agreed to continue sending cosmonauts and astronauts on joint missions to the International Space Station through the end of 2025. NPR's Ari Daniel is more. The ISS is made up of two sections, the Russian orbital segment operated by the Russians and the U.S. orbital segment operated by NASA and others. The latest agreement between the two countries' space agencies extends an arrangement ensuring that on all missions, at least one Russian and one American will be present on each of their respective orbital segments. In addition, on any Russian spacecraft traveling to the ISS, there must be at least one American astronaut, and vice versa. At least one cosmonaut will be among the crew of any American spacecraft heading to the ISS. According to the Russian Space Agency, the agreement's intended to maintain the smooth and reliable operation of the ISS. Ari Daniel, NPR News. The U.S. military is now putting independent lawyers in charge of its investigations into sexual assault claims and other major crimes. The decision has long been resisted by Pentagon leaders. It sidelines military commanders, who it's believed would too often fail to take victims' complaints completely seriously. I'm Dale Wilman, and you're listening to NPR News.